0: Welcome
1: back to Best Year Yet, Part Two. Yeah, a lot of my mourning and grieving and processing what had happened um, happened like years after, mm. you know, like I, you know, so it was a process for me for sure.
0: Do you think this is like where like the drink? So you said like initially it was like I'm a man and I'm gonna drink. Yeah. Was there also like the the drinking was a thinking about my dad? Oh yeah, dad yeah. and like trying to forget things and soothe the pain
1: yeah just just thinking about my dad um, you know there'd be times where um, I'd be drinking and I'd drive over to the apartment where he passed away Mm. and I would just park outside and drink there just thinking about my dad Mm. and how he's gone and like he's not there for me and how I needed him because I was going through a hard time um, when he passed away and um i was entering a new phase of my life i was a young adult i was 21 or 22 so you know like i wasn't done yet you know like i still needed my dad for a lot of stuff and he was just um taken away from us um and and you know like and and i don't question god on that like i don't have any feelings against god for that it's just more like hey like I love my dad, and yeah. I wish he was around because I need him. Yeah,
0: you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you did you have other people that you had a s- relation? Obviously, dad's dad. Like you can't replace that. Mm-hmm. But did you have other father m- figures? Father figures? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. Um, Any other like uh, like your mom? You have
1: well, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. but did you have, have like anyone one else
0: that you can confide in at that? Level that you did like with just your
1: Just to share yeah. whatever I'm going... Th- no, no. Or they um, even you
0: respected in what they said.
1: Um, I had people in church. Um, well, I had one person in particular where I would talk to a lot. Um, but I didn't really talk about what happened with anyone else. Mm. Um, and my relationship with my mom, um, that, like... My relationship with my mom is something I had to work on uh, because it wasn't at the level um, where my relationship with my dad was. So you're closer
0: to your dad growing up? Yeah,
1: okay. but now, like, my relationship with my mom is amazing. Like, we're so much closer. Like, I love my mom. Like, yeah. I I admired and I do admire my dad. But now, like, I also admire my mom. Like, yeah. my mom is amazing. Yeah. Like, she's yeah. such a strong woman. Yeah. Like. You know, I can't do life without her either, you know. Yeah. Like she's just as important and uh yeah, like I mean, my mom's amazing. I have nothing but good things to say. She's been there for me, uh, through the bad. Uh you know, she's just been an example of God's grace and love in my life for sure.
0: Bro, you're making me cry.
2: <laughs> uh, I um, uh I remember conversations me and your mom. About you. And uh, she's like, Can you just give him a call? Mm. Yeah. And I don't know if you remember when we used to talk and I was in Houston. She would say
1: the same thing to me, too. Hey, hey, John, I'm going to give you his number. (laughs) You know, just just why don't you give him a call? Yeah. And And I was like, Yeah, mom, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do it. (laughs) Yeah.
2: But uh, uh, yeah, I um, uh, really respect your mom uh, uh, for what, uh, how she. You know handle stuff and and it was tough it's I don't think anyone uh, your mom uh, your mom I don't think anyone is ready uh, to to lose a lifetime partner Mm -hmm. and um, uh, you know I I I can't put myself in your shoes I cannot imagine what you guys are going through went through and uh, uh, but I know that God's with you guys and your story uh, will help other people who might be going through that, uh, losing a father and getting closer to the mother. Um, it's you know it's just one of the toughest things uh, that someone can go through. I uh, the closest I I can go through. I I love your dad. I I love your dad. I I know I. I admire both of them. I I hang out with them (laughs) a -hmm. lot, a lot. Uh, I'm I'm a little older than you guys, uh, so I I was able to hang out with them a lot. Uh, Your dad and your your mom and your dad were in my office a lot (laughs) 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 when I used to work at the Bible college. And uh, uh, just amazing people uh, uh, who believed in in me. And that's that's something that I, I will always take You know, wherever I go, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, always thinking of men of God who believes in you. And that's why we're trying to tell this generation that we have to have people out there who believes in us. And there are people there and we cannot reject them. Uh, I rejected so many people, but until I came to my senses... Uh, and i found really men of god who cared and that's that's why we we started this ministry there there is those guys that were like us that didn't have that person that you know that could uh, help them go through the pain that they're going through and and god allows us to go through stuff uh maybe that we can help someone else yeah maybe that we could just be there being quiet and just being there, yeah for that uh young kid that has lost everything, my wife just uh a couple of years ago lost her dad and uh just seeing them go through that you know it's just uh, it's one of the hardest things mm-hmm. uh, but uh only with god's help yeah. we we can do that i I don't know if it was in one of the episodes or if it was in my mess. I don't even know what I say, when I say Somewhere. it, who I say it to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, if, if it wasn't for the scripture and the spirit of God, uh, uh, you know, I will give up <laughs> daily. Because yeah. there are things that go through your mind, stress, depression, sadness, loneliness, uh, busyness and if it wasn't for for community the scripture the spirit of god we all fall yeah and so we need that we need that community that 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 daily devotion with christ the spirit telling us hey i'm here i'm here with you mhm uh so uh, i'm i'm thankful that uh, that you are where you are um uh, I don't even know how long we've gone. I think we've we gone a little more than what just we- a little we bit over? You know, <laughs> this, c- is this is great good. because um, uh, we want people to hear stories that it's not just us. Yeah. Uh, that that there, there are others out there that have gone through stuff. But uh, uh, I would like to, uh, to ask you to share uh, a little bit of, uh, how did you come to that turning point a year ago or in your sobriety and yeah uh you know what
1: what what was it well it was definitely not something that i had planned um you know i like what you said on the first um episode about like hey if we're gonna talk about me we're gonna talk about the ugly you know because i agree with that like if we're gonna talk about like the decisions i've made or how i like to run my life We're going to talk about the mess, you know, all the mistakes, all the things that I've done that I shouldn't have done. Um, I was at the end of my rope. um, Emotionally, mentally, spiritually, I was bankrupt. Like I was like I, I was a wreck. Um, And God used that to be able to reach me, uh, to be able to like whisper to my life, to get me to turn things around. Mm-hmm. You know, I could say, well, it's cause I made a decision to, to put God first again, or to go to church, to go to recovery group. But I don't even take credit for that. I think, and I believe that it was God's grace and his kindness that made me start thinking that way. Um, because for so long, um, I was thinking my own way and I was not thinking about those things. I was not thinking about getting my life right. I was not thinking about church. I was not thinking about my relationship with God. So the fact that I was able to even have those thoughts, I think that's God's grace, like God having compassion on me and being like, man, this guy's a mess. He needs help and I need to help him. Um, so I came to that, um, around, it was, so, so my sobriety day is July 3rd. Um, what did I do? I reached out to people at the church I go to, and I was up front. I was like, I need help. I want to stop
0: drinking. I need help. D- did you try stopping before on your own? Oh, yeah,
1: okay. yeah, and I Fine. couldn't. Oh, man, if we talk about that, that's also a good story, too. I mean, so without God, I probably stayed sober for three months, and then I went back to it, mm. boom, right back to it and then throughout the years realizing that hey i'm an alcoholic i have a problem i need to stop well that's a good step you know admitting that but that didn't help it just made me more confused it just made things more difficult i tried stopping i couldn't i thought about it every day i wanted to get drunk whenever i could Um, it was messing up my life i couldn't hold a job Uh, it was ruining um, the marriage i had at the time my relationship with my son Um, you know, it was, I wanted to stop, like, just so you guys kind of, um, can understand, like I had a son, I was married and all I had to do to make that work was just stop drinking. Just stop, dude. Like, come on. What's, what's so hard about that? Right. Mm -hmm. Just stop. I
0: couldn't,
1: I wanted to, I couldn't. Um, so that's how bad things were. And that's why I consider this such a miracle. And I feel like I'm in the best place I'm at or I've ever been in my life was because, I mean, it's not like I'm just resisting the urge to drink right now. Like it's it's not like I'm fighting it. No, it's just gone. It's just gone. Like I like I don't think about it. I don't want to do it. It doesn't draw my attention. It's not something I obsess about, like it's not like it was before. And that's why I know that that it's God's work. You know, like, I I know that he did something for me. Like, he did a miracle. And not only that, so not only did he take that away, but he repaired my my relationship with my wife now. Um, When he took that log away from my eye, I was able to work on other areas of my life, too. Um, And...
0: The phone die? All right, that's all right. Here, well, you guys keep going. I'll fix it. You yeah. guys can keep going. And um, so
1: where was I at? Um, yeah, your relationship with your wife. Yeah, yeah, so so that improved. Um, just like working on myself, you know, and trying to um, be better in every aspect of my life, you know. Um, one thing I've realized is that um we have multiple responsibilities as a person, you know, we're like, I'm a father, I'm a son, I'm a husband, I'm an employee. Um, I'm a brother, I'm an uncle. And those are all responsibilities that God has placed in my hands. And I need to be sure that I'm a good steward of those things. And so that's something that I've realized and that I try to work on every single day. Um, I'm not perfect. There's still a long way to go. There's a lot of work to do. Uh, but as long as I keep my eyes focused on God and getting out of the way so that God could have his way in me, things are going to be okay.
2: You know, and, and that's, the, that's the the message that I'm always telling, telling people. It's like, uh, if we think that uh, we've made it and uh we, we got there and we're gonna have no more problems, no more issues, we're wrong. <laughs> right. We're, we're, uh, while we're still in this earth, in this body, we're going to have issues. We're going to have temptations. We're going to have struggles. And the issue that, that we don't understand is we need community. You mm-hmm. know, we need one another yeah. uh, because we might not fail with this, but we need someone that's gone through this yeah. who can tell us, hey, you can get out, but you cannot do it on your own. Yes. There's, we need a power <laughs> that it comes from above <laughs> mm-hmm. to be able to do it. Because yeah. you know, a lot of people try to fix stuff in their own, mm. and in our natural stuff, right. we cannot fix what, sh- what can be fixed supernatural.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's very important. Um, you know, we can't be wise in our own opinion. Um, and yeah, what you said is key. You need to surround yourself with people who have the same goals yeah. and us as Christians is people who want to pursue God and want to let God work in their lives that acknowledge that, Hey, there's areas, there's sins, there's things, you know, that need to stop. Uh, there's improvements that have to be made and I need to see God so he can help me with those things. If you surround yourself with people like that, and I don't mean just going to church on Sundays. No, like you need to do more. Like you need to hang out with people on a regular basis. You need to go to a group. So what I do, um, I, I go to a recovery group and that surrounds me with people who are human. Yeah. What I mean by that is people who are flawed. Um, however, We have a common goal and that's um to put god first and to better ourselves to let god have his way in our lives uh so that is very important we're not made to do life on our own when we try to you know things aren't going to work out yeah
0: so this group was like there's biblical basis to the steps and how you approach that so how how did it start so you reached out to your church yeah and then they got you connected
1: yeah, um, so they got me connected. How scary was
0: it, like, making that call?
1: It, was, it wasn't It was scary, but I just felt like, man, like, I'm, I'm being too vulnerable. Like, yeah. I'm letting people in on, on my business. Like, I'm, I'm being transparent, you know. So that, that in itself was scary. Yeah. And also, um, it was humbling, too, you know. Um, I've struggled with pride and ego, and I think that um, that was part of the problem, too. Yeah, so I reached out. I made a phone call, uh, this person got me um, plugged in with a the pastor there and we had a little session we talked, the pastor shared his testimony. Uh, he had also struggled with alcohol and now he's living a sober life and he's a leader and so one thing he said to me is, like, your story is going to change lives. Like, your mm. story is going to have mm. an impact, you know. Amen. Awesome. Amen. And then um, so I just kept on going to that recovery group, and I'm still going, you know. And uh, right now I'm in the process uh, uh, to be a facilitator, which is, like, you just facilitate the group. Awesome. Um, you know, just because I feel like, hey, like, I need to do more. God's calling me to um, – what's the word? To – increase you know to to take up a leadership role and to expand my horizons you know god doesn't want us to stay where we're at he wants us to grow you know so yeah
0: yeah was was the desire to no longer drink was that a process that it like slowly went away or do you remember being a moment
1: um it wasn't a process that slowly went away it it happened quickly it happened within a matter of months okay um what would you do during those months while it was still going to church? Um, you know, I started to go to church, even though I was still struggling with it.
0: Um, are I you, started, are you staying away from like, sorry to keep oh, no, cool. it? Are you like staying away from going to a birthday party and they're drinking? Are you, were you staying away from like, what no, like, was so it at like this point? So at this point, like when I drank, I was just drinking by myself. Okay. I was just drinking at home. I okay. didn't need to go anywhere. <laughs> so you went home, purged your fridge. Threw it all away, kind of thing. Was that, um, like, is this what happened?
1: Yeah. So, so before I made that phone call, I had just gotten done with the binge. I had been drinking for like three days straight, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and just getting intoxicated. And then I was like, okay, you know, things are going to keep on going like this if something doesn't change. Um, so I made that phone call. Um, however, before that, um, either before or after that, um, there was. there was a message I heard on a Sunday and I've heard this message growing up in church. So it wasn't like I heard something new, but it just (laughs) hit me differently. And I was like, it's time to get serious. And it was like, um, that verse that says, uh, don't just be hearers of the word, but be doers. And I was like, I've been here for a long time. Like, I know a lot, but what am I? I'm not, but I'm not doing a lot. Mm. I'm not doing everything that I think I know. So do I even really know anything? Like, if I think (laughs) I know something, but I'm not doing it, like, I'm I'm a fool, you know? I'm foolish. Wow. So that hit me, and I started, like, okay, well, what do I know? Like, what do I know that's right? Starting with the little things. Okay, well, then that's what I need to start doing. And I applied it to every, to every... Area of my life, and I'm still working on things. There's things that I've gotten better at, but say, for example, like I know that I need to be a good employee. Like, how am I going to reach people or be an example or be a reflection of God at my workplace if I can't even show up to work every mm-hmm. single day and be consistent and be a good worker? You know, like how am I going to do that? Like, first, I need to do what I can do like yeah. the regular stuff and yeah. then maybe God will use me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. the little you know, things. Yeah. So, so I the started mundane. applying that. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, also, um, during worship there was moments where like I was singing a song and I applied what I was singing and I was like, you know, God, like I'm saying these words and I'm saying this and I'm believing it for my own life. Mm. Like you are going to take mm. this away from me. Like you're going to help me with this drinking wow. problem. So there were those things happened, and that's when things started
0: turning around for me. What do you, what do you do now? Like, so, I've, I've, I think I brought this up in one of our rebrand meetings. But like, pornography was like, that was like my drug. That was my thing. Yeah. Um, and like, so for me, like, I have boundaries today mm-hmm. that keep me from that. Do I have like, it used to have control of my life, and no longer does, right? Yeah. For me, it is still something that I have to be mindful of yeah and keep boundaries because i if not, I know I'm gonna fall back into it, yeah, right? so like that that's where like I can't tell you like the the desire has completely gone away, mm-hmm. like there's still this temptation sometimes and it doesn't have strength over me, right, but I have to set parameters in my life to know to this, no to that yeah so like how do you how do you welcome that today i can relate to that
1: so with drinking it doesn't work like that for me but with porn it does because i've struggled with porn as well for a long time um and yeah and i have to set those boundaries because i don't want to fall into that so um and again um going back to you know doing things and not just being a hearer i was like okay well what can i do so i don't fall into the center of pornography well i got rid of my social media yeah. um i'm careful of what i see what i yeah. look at even i mean going like i have a netflix account i have a disney yeah, yeah. account like i'm careful right. of yeah. what i'm watching yeah, yeah. and I, i'm I'd not like naive like oh I can watch this it's <laughs> right. not no like no like, like I know yeah, myself yeah. I've learned
0: from myself yeah. and no like I need to stay away yeah. I remember watching that Titanic because like my mom didn't watch movies very much yeah. but <laughs> for some reason she liked the Titanic right and when he paints Rose yeah like my mom would made me make me uh, kneel on the couch face down <laughs> so I never saw it right <laughs> like so like obviously now it's, that's not a thing anymore but like I'll fast forward like if, if my wife and I are watching a movie yeah. and a scene comes on I'm like looking away but most times we just fast forward because I'm not looking at it. There's no reason for my wife to look at it. There's no reason for anyone yeah. to look at it. So, like, we're skipping to it. An, and if there's been a uh, series that we watch and, like, we end up, like, stop watching it halfway through because initially it doesn't start as very sexual, right? But yeah. then as it goes through, it just starts getting dirty or sexual. And, like, yes. it's, like, dang, like, we won't want to watch. and know what happens yeah. but, <laughs> but it's too bad I'm too not, we'll, yeah. we'll yeah. cut it off like right i'm not now. gonna compromise this much yes, right it's yeah. not yes. worth it so with drinking you there's there's uh, so you go to an event there's drinking
1: i can be around it. yeah i can be around it um i know there's people that uh take those precautions and are like no i'm gonna stay away for certain events or if there's alcohol involved i'm gonna stay away um that doesn't bother me, and I think, like, that's a miracle in itself right there, mm-hmm. you know, like, it's it's just not, it's not the way it is with porn for me, sure. right, yeah. because I feel like I'm on the same bus as you yeah. with porn, like, yeah. I have to set my boundaries, like, yeah. um, even, like, with the music I listen to, like, a lot yeah. of the music nowadays, like, it's either about sex or drugs, Yeah. right, so, like, Um, I try to stay away from that because I know like it's eventually gonna I mean it starts with one thing then it's another you know like it's gonna you're back at it yeah you know so I gotta be careful Um, but with drinking I like my whole family knows my story they know what I struggled with and so do friends and um, I've said this to my wife like hey like if we're somewhere and someone wants to drink like it's okay. Like I don't need people not to drink because I'm there. Are people awkward about it?
0: Sometimes the people that know
1: they can be, and it makes me feel uncomfortable, (laughs) you know, (laughs) (laughs) because I'm like, no, you know, like I want you to have a good time. Like, please, like, I don't want to impede on you having a good time. If, because I mean, drinking, in itself is not bad. It's getting intoxicated,
0: right, getting yeah. drunk. You, you yeah. so, I, That was going to be one of my questions. Yeah, for you right yeah. Now. Like, so, like, so what like, if somebody young comes to you? Hey, what do you think about drinking? Like, should I drink? Should I not? What's the Bible say, right? So, from your perspective, what, what I would what advise?
1: Liked? Yeah. So, what I would advise is, like, no, you know, why, like, don't stay, like, don't drink. If you can stay away from it, don't, you know, why? Uh, why? I mean, it's not beneficial for your health, you know? Um, and, because it may become a problem, but is it bad? Like, is it bad to have a beer or two or have a, you know, like a glass of wine? Yeah. No, I don't think that's a sin. I think it's a sin when it alters your mentality. Yeah. When you get intoxicated or drunk or like even buzzed, you know? So I'm, I'm yeah, th- this
2: is great. And it's just a confirmation of uh, my message for tomorrow. <laughs> 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 I'm preaching on, uh, do not get drunk in wine, but, uh. Get drunk in the spirit, you know, and using that same analogy, uh, that uh, we we are uh, sobered from the spirit. Yeah, (laughs) you know, we need to get
1: intoxicated. Yeah, from the spirit. From the spirit, and we have to keep a sober mind. So I mean, it's it's like a paradox right uh, there.
0: Yeah, like I I was just talking to the young girl at work. She's twenty, and and she. She believes, like, I, I value her faith in how firm she is at the age of nineteen, twenty. Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't like that. Um, so, and I, I asked her, I was like, what, f- my question was twofold. I was like, what does the Bible say about drinking? What do you think about drinking? And, and that was, like, the answer. She was like, I believe the Bible says that the abuse is sinful, right? Um, but drinking itself is not. And she's like, why drink is her question. You know, that's kind of a response to what she thinks, like, Um, But it's such a difficult subject to touch, right? Because I don't want somebody thinking, oh, Javier said it's okay to drink. Mm -hmm. John said it's okay to drink as long as they don't abuse it. But they won't know whether they're going to abuse it unless they touch it. Right. Right. And that's just a slippery slope. It's such a dangerous. But I also don't want to hide the truth of what every verse I found in the Bible talks about intoxication right it talks about drunkenness that's yeah, right. what the bible talks yeah. about i can't find a verse that says do not drink right
1: i so mean i think there's even right. um i'm not sure in what book it is but the apostle paul said that a uh, that a little bit of wine is good for the stomach so yeah you know but but the bible doesn't like say that we can't drink it says that drunkenness is a sin so you know that i i'm it's pretty clear to me. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, but I, I think the advice of just don't like don't drink. You're just yeah. better off there, right? Than yeah, figuring out if you're going to abuse it and
1: fall. Right. In. I mean, because it's a risk. I mean, like, why why do you want to take that risk? Yeah. So, so I mean, I would advise you know, even my son. N- no, you know, I mean,
0: stay away from it if you can. Yeah. You know, yeah. for me, it's. I don't think I I, I tasted alcohol until maybe it's I was empty carbs anyway. <laughs> it don't help you i don't think and it 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 tastes bad i don't think i touched alcohol until i was like 23. i've never been drunk uh one time i drank a cider too quick because i was thirsty and i was like i like i told my wife i was like babe i feel like just a little weird i don't know what this (laughs) she's like did you just drink that really fast i was like yeah she's like you're probably just buzz like you, you're probably just feeling a slight buzz i was like i don't like this like i ordered fries and you know, like i <laughs> yeah, ate those fries right. as <laughs> good as By a like way. and that's, that's <laughs> like that's that's the closest i've been to anything right yeah and but like it, it's um again I, I i don't there's no need for like if somebody told me hey you can never drink or sip anything if rest your life i would be like okay like right. i'm good with that i have no need for it mm-hmm.
2: Th- the problem in especially in youth is we want to try everything. Yeah. And Unfortunately. And, and, uh, and we go
0: all out. Like you're saying, like, yeah, 100%. And, and, uh, <laughs> Amen. Paul says this. Everything,
2: it's available. But uh, not everything is beneficial. Yeah, that's right? right. Everything is permissible. <laughs> but not everything is good. Mm-hmm. And And we just can't, like, Young people can't really that scripture. They wanna erase it. They wanna, you know, put it away. Uh, just because it looks good, doesn't mean it benefits you. Yeah. And and that's the 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 lie that we fall in. Oh, I'm I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna take a little snip. You know of uh, you know one time cocaine. By the time I know it, I'm in rocks and right. I'm I'm injecting myself and or just just one little smoke of marijuana or or one little shot of tequila and then i can't stop be, you know or one little just one little scene of pornography mm-hmm. and then i can't stop right. it, it it's people don't understand that the moment mm-hmm. it go- goes into our body and and i'm and i'm thinking of of you know i was thinking of a, a scripture that went that I was reading the other day um it says uh, sexual immorality, or or, or, or uh, uh, it's the, the the sin that we commit with with our body, mm-hmm. you know. But when I look at all the other things that we put in our body, you know, that that can destroy our body, mm-hmm. uh, you know, almost compares to that, you know, yeah. sexual immorality for fornication uh, adultery because l- just like you said it's not beneficial most of the most of the things you know they're not good carbs <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or drugs are gonna mess up your brain yeah. uh, and uh people can articulate all day long with me and tell me well uh you know marijuana it's not bad for the health and i'm like man anything that takes you somewhere else yeah. it's bad for yeah. you yeah so And we can go a lot of places with this, and I appreciate your story. And we we, we, want to have you uh, here more often uh, whenever time comes uh, uh, available for you. But uh, just thank you for just really being open and and sharing. Uh, I know someone will benefit uh, that one that is struggling with addiction, struggling with with that choice, uh, will benefit from your story. Yeah, and uh, thank you for, for everything uh, that that uh, where you are because we know you are you are we all are in a process. And uh, but we are uh, trying to give God glory for His stories. Yeah. So
0: yeah. H- how was that conversation with your mom? Like when you told her you're gonna start getting help. Did was did a conversation happen?
1: Man, she was happy. Yeah. She was happy. Um, yeah. So so this whole process. Because they knew. For, yeah. Okay. Yeah. She knew what I was going through. Um, you know, she she was interceding on my behalf. Mm, you know, brother. God answered her prayer. Our mamas, bro. Yeah. Uh, like. My mom, her prayers. They moved mountains in Mm. my life and i didn't even know she was doing it until after yeah and uh but yeah just just now like that she just feels like the peace of mind she's able to sleep well at Mm. night like knowing that she doesn't need to worry about me that i'm okay you know and that's something that i didn't realize i was doing to my mom but like when i was in active alcoholism Mm. like you know she would not be able to sleep Mm. because who knows what's going to happen you know like what is he going to do Uh, but now that um, God has been good to me and um, where I'm at, you know, she just has that peace of mind and she's she's happy and I'm and I'm happy that she's happy. Yeah. You know, I feel I feel that it's the least that I could do for her um, as her son, you know, just to
0: give her that peace of mind for everything that she's done for me. You said this you were talking about your relationship with your mom. Your dad passing, right? Mm-hmm. I, and Mhm. The reason I well. Ever since my dad died and ever since my kids were born, I cry easier. Like, I can't help it. I don't care. It is what it is. So, like, while you're saying that, like, I miss my dad so much. And I know you miss your dad, right? Yeah. But God's will is perfect.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I just, as I've walked through this over the last couple of years, like, I just, if my dad hadn't passed, I wouldn't have grown the way I have grown mm. over the last. That's right. good. my relationship with my mother wouldn't be and, and I've been close to my mom but there's been a drawing to one another yeah so much closer right and just the relationship that you have with your mother like it's hard to think man. if my dad hadn't passed it probably wouldn't be what it is now but it would be different yeah. right and so I just God making beauty out of what seems like ashes yeah the moment a- and that's why I was like so worked up in that moment like dang I miss my dad, but I'm thankful for what God has done in the process of my dad passing in everything, the growth. Because if that hadn't happened, this growth, this process, what God's done in my life wouldn't have happened. Mm -hmm. So,
1: yeah, it's hard to think about it
0: because you miss him. Like, I miss my dad, dude.
1: Yeah, I miss him too, man. I miss my dad a lot. Um, You know, it's just... Um, I mean, I think about him, I mean, it seems like almost every day, Mm -hmm. you know, and things will happen, you know, like I'll be going about my day and, you know, just he'll come, he'll come to mind. But like what you said, you know, like my relationship with my mom would not be the same if he was still here. And that's just God's grace and his goodness. Like he can bring good out of something that seemed bad, you know? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: And for those uh, uh, young young people out there that have their their dads and their moms uh, enjoy them enjoy yeah. them while they can. We're gonna have a uh, hard times uh, uh, trying to under their roof or or under their guidance all the time but yeah you must uh, enjoy them respect them listen to them.
1: them listen to your mom and dad like man now as a parent <laughs> like i'm telling my kid just listen to me please you know like um i'm telling you these things for a reason like um i'm ahead of you in life i've been through things and i'm telling you this because i want you to be better than me I don't want you to be like me. I I want you to be better. I want you to avoid the things that I didn't avoid. I want you to, you know, learn from not just from my good things, but sometimes the most important things we learn in life are from somebody's mistakes. Yeah. You know, so just listen to your parents, you know, they love you. I mean, Hey, if you're married, listen to your wife too. You know, (laughs) everything she tells you is for your own good. Yeah. 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 Uh, Two shall become one. Yes. Yes.
0: My dad taught me a lot by telling me the bad of his life, right? Mm-hmm. I learned so much from that, and that's something I want to keep telling my children. Like, the stories that I'm telling people here, yeah. my kids have to know that story, mm-hmm. and they're going to hear it over and over again. So you're not just telling your son, hey, your dad was like this. This is just, like, to talk bad, but it's to reflect what Jesus has done. So yeah. he's got it know, you know, like, that's got to be a story that's in his heart of what God did. In your life, right? We brought this up at some point, but, like, the Israelites started losing their way in Egypt when they stopped telling their children of what God had done. Okay, yeah. Right? And that's when things went downhill. So, keep telling that story. Yeah. Share that story. Son, the stories. This, this is why they make altars, right? That's what they
2: did. And, and this is why, why we we call this uh, stories of redemption. Yep. Yeah. You know, because it's it's all of our stories and uh, many more uh, who have been redeemed and 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 only by the grace of God. Amen. None of us deserve anything. No. <laughs> uh, but only God was able to redeem us, restore us, and we're still in the process. Yeah. And until we die and get to heaven, we'll we'll yeah. get there. So, yeah. um, how do you want to you, uh, 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 pray us
1: out? Uh, and no, bro, not it's your time to pray. To no, us? no, it's your time okay, to pray. Okay, I'm, a, I'm, a pr- I'm well, on. Well, before we do that, yeah, I just want to thank yeah. you guys. You know, I no, uh, mean, I had a great time here, and um, hopefully we, we can do this again in the future. But if not, thank you so much for the opportunity to be able to speak. You know, um, it's an honor. It's an honor. So, thank you guys. No, well, you. wait,
0: wait, wait. You're a keeper. We'll, <laughs> we'll have you here around hey, more. This bro. is, <laughs> like, one of the things that I look forward to as, like, starting – three rebrand podcast talking to other people right and just having guests i, I think it's beautiful and I, th- I said this either before we started but it's a gift like you vulnerability is a gift right. I, I learned this from this guy i listened to tim ross vulnerability is a gift you don't owe it to anyone but he just gave us a beautiful beautiful gift yeah and, and that's special thank you thank you thank, thank you Thank you. yes thank
1: you guys
2: yeah and uh we we were talking about different other things uh that that will be coming up, uh, especially when we do our round tables, mm-hmm. uh, storytelling yeah. and, and, uh, we might, we might have one of those go live yeah. okay. uh, where, when That'll all the good. kids are here, uh, and, uh, we might go live on, on that, uh. We're still working on, on details. Oh, I forgot to tell you that. No, yeah. no, <laughs> we, we talked about <laughs> Now <it>. you know. <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> but uh, yeah, God is doing great things, and allow him to keep on working on your life. Uh, Amen, brother. Because uh, many people are looking up uh, and, and seeing those stories. Uh, right now, there's a loss of hope. Uh, teenagers, uh, and everyone is looking for hope. Mm-hmm. They're looking for an answer uh they can find the answer through our stories that god is still in, in the work of changing people transforming people and yeah. he can change them he can transform them uh they need to hear our stories mm-hmm. and and that's why we're here yeah. amen so let's let's pray and uh thank you and thank and you and th- thanks thank, uh and your wife, and your son uh, for supporting you here. So it's amazing. So Father, thank you for who you are, and thank you for what you're doing in our lives. We are in a process of restoration, and we need you more than ever. Father, I pray for those who are listening that you would help them in their process, Lord. I, I pray, Lord, for us, Lord, that you will help us as we continue our process. And I pray for those that might listen in the future, Lord, that you would help them in the whatever process they're going through. That, they, that we all understand that, that you, God, are working in our lives, in our stories, and you are telling your story. Your story, Lord, that you are redeemer, that you change and you transform minds, Hearts yes. and, and and souls, Lord. So Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray today. Amen.
0: Amen. And amen. This is good. Thank you, brother. Good.